to Up To and Including Death. I am Dr. Patricia Brewer. And I am not Dr. John Brewer. Ooh, not a doctor. <laughs> um, and we are here to say that we've changed the theme of the podcast. We are now solely an Encanto viewing watch. No, no. And we have to talk about Bruno. No, no. So, so are you saying that we don't talk about Bruno? Seven care. foot frame rats oh, okay. along his that's, back. That's too much already. Okay, well, I guess what are we going to do instead? We're going to continue with horror films. Yay! Now, we had a nice little gross incursion last week. Yep. With The Dawn of the Dead. Yes. I got it right. And now First we're try. Back to the regularly scheduled programs. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. Got to work on the audio for the Skype calls. Yeah. But I think we'll get there. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited to be here with you. We just purchased a dishwasher and a bunch of kitchen cabinets. Yeah, kitchen's going to come together soon. Yeah, it's all going to come together. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Uh, what are, What do you What did you What you got over there, bud? Oh, just looking up some last minute info on the film we're watching. Today. Oh yeah, what are we watching again? We are watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers Ooh. from 1956. So this is the Ridge. The OG. The OG. Okay, I'm super excited about this. Is this the one where the bad guys are communists or capitalists? Well, it's 1956. So communists? Capitalists are never the bad guys. <laughs> it's so. like, let's be like everybody, except we're in a beautiful suburban utopia. Um, well, okay, I am excited about this. Give me give me some info. Lay some deets, husband. Well, this probably has the most concise plot synopsis i've ever read nice from imdb it is a small town doctor learns that the population of his community is being replaced by emotionless alien duplicates oh no that sums it all up perfectly that sounds about right um well what about loki over here I've got this cat over here. He's a young man. Oh, you want to go right into the... A parental guide, please. I, my Our cats are here. The dog is crying and is going to go to be put to bed in a little bit. But tell me about what am I going to do with this cat? Well, this is 1956. Okay. Things are pretty tame. All right. So for sex and nudity... Okay. None. Damn it. A woman wears a dress revealing minor cleavage. Ooh. I wonder if that means she's showing a little cleavage or she has little cleavage. <laughs> Like, what do they mean by minor cleavage? Like, I don't know. Like, oh, her tits are small. <laughs> <laughs> or it's so. just the very top. Violence and gore is... What, what if it's cleavage from underneath? Under boob? Yeah, so this is think... the minor and that's the major? <laughs> like Ursa major and Ursa minor. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, violence and gore yeah. is mild. Really? Yep. Okay. A body is stabbed off screen with a pitchfork. Oh, no. A man gets a small cut on his hand with some blood shown. That's terrible. It is. So it's mild. Okay. It's also in a black and white movie. So can't see blood. Profanity? Yeah. None. No. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking? Mild. Okay. Some characters are smoking. Frightening and intense scenes? Okay. Mild. What? Are we supposed to be watching a horror movie tonight or what? We are. Okay. this is when, you know, 1956, it's just... What is this? This dog's so silly. That's hyperventilating again. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, it uses creepy lighting and creepy music and moody atmospheres. Ooh. So... Spooky. 
Well, the feeling that something is not quite right is persistent almost from the start of the film. Okay. The scenes of a quiet invasion and paranoia in the film can be frightening. Okay. And the themes of the body snatchers can be frightening for younger audiences. Yeah, it freaked me the fuck out when I was a younger audience. Yeah, well, apparently it still freaks people out because the reviews on this are tremendous. Really? Yeah. How are we doing on reviews on this? Well, it's got a 7.7 on IMDb. That is really good. But on Rotten Tomatoes. The Tomatoes? A 98% tomato meter. And an 85 audience. Wow. I shouldn't use F-bombs. That's an appropriate language. I'm sorry, audience. But I went through, there's 58 critic reviews. Ooh. One negative review. I want to hear that one first. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just tacky, tame, original sci-fi study in paranoia. So it's tacky and tame, but it's also original. But it's it's from Charles Cassidy on Common Sense Media, and I went through his reviews, and I don't think he likes fun. Oh, yeah? Because he hated Hellraiser and The Omen. What? Why is he reviewing horror? Well, Common Sense Media, I think, is like a, a review site for, for like, parents who don't want their children to be scared. Oh, I, I think. gotcha. I'm not 100% Wait, sure Wait, is Common that. Sense Media the one they do on... Um, on Beach to Sandy, yes. And it's children. Children can review on there, yes. Yes. Is, it, is this guy a child? He looks like an adult. Oh. And he knows what tacky is, so. <laughs> oh, never mind. It says talky. Talky. Tame. So it's not even tacky. People talking? talk too much. There's too much talking in this. In a 1956 film, of course there's talking. But also the omen gets a low count. You know, it's interesting on Beach to Sandy, and I love the way that their listeners and themselves and also me realize how like lame it is to only have bad reviews of things. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, no one needs to know that <laughs> from you. <laughs> but some of these reviews are great. Like, the positive, well, they're all positive. Yeah. But Kevin Mayer from the Times in UK. Yeah. You fools, you're in danger. Can't you see? They're after you. They're after all of us. It's one of the greatest lines in sci-fi movie history from one of the greatest films, Invasion of the Body. And that line has been in, like, so many other pieces of media. Comedy, not comedy. From Tom Huddleston of Time Out. This modest sci-fi inflected 1956 horror movie may come to be seen as the defining metaphorical work of the 20th century. Wow. Yeah. And from Eddie Harrison, the rising terror of the nightmare depicted here is very much in tune with 2021's ongoing state of fear and loathing between previously trusting neighbors. Wow. That could be true. Our neighbor is really nice. He keeps uh, snow blowing (laughs) our yard. It's great. Whoa. There was a cat attack. Yes. I hope everyone's okay. The cat's going to check it out, make sure everything's cool. Yeah. A film whose righteous anger is visible in in its every frame. I mean, Love it. I mean, the reviews are outstanding. Like, yes. Like, most of the reviews on movies are like, this is great, or this has some cool scenes. Yeah. These are like, This praise. is a movie for, this, for our times that yeah. will define things forever. Yeah. It's yeah. praise yeah. in the reviews. So. Well, that sounds really exciting. Yeah. I'm, I... I don't know if I've seen this. I thought I would have, but yeah, I think I've seen come. later like remakes. Yeah, because there's, there's a bunch of remakes, right? There's one in '78 that the reviews are not as as glowing on, but you never know. Is there a movie called like Invasion of the Pod People? No, but 
One of the things mentioned here is that's where the term pod people yeah, came from, is from this film. Because, like, I think it's the 78 one that I'm remembering from my childhood of traumatizing me because the the pods are, like, depicted in a particular kind of way. But yeah. maybe it's this one. We'll see. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to watch this. Yeah, me too. Who's in it, by the way? Oh, it stars... Oh, I went to the wrong page. Oh, my goodness. It stars uh, Kevin McCarthy, Dana Winter, King Donovan, and Carolyn Jones. Excellent. All right. the four top build. Well, I'm excited to watch this film. Should we do this thing? Yeah, and Sam Peckinpah is in this. Peckinpah! What a great name. That's a great name. All right, let's go. Hi, John. Hello. <laughs> we are nine minutes and 43 seconds in. Yep. Doctor so-and-so. Well, I guess it starts in the way that I love it when movies and TV shows start. It starts like at a week. End. Yeah, at the end. A week in the future. Dude's slick back hair is now in the front of his face. And he is freaking out. And he's in the hospital. The psychiatric dude from the next town over has been called in. Um, and he's trying to explain, like, D- let me tell you what's going on yeah. to the people that have him in the hospital. Yeah, so he's... And then it does. We're watching his retelling. We're watching his retelling, so everything could be faded to his own opinion. But, <gasps> but your eyes are watering. Do you think it's that weird lamb chips you you ate? My eyes are not are watering. You a pod person now? Maybe. John was eating some very tasty lamb chips from China, but they were very pungent. <laughs> they were very pungent they're indeed. Okay, so dude comes. Uh, he so he tells the story of what's been going on. And it's, he has just been, he's just come back from a two-week trip to a conference. He's a medical doctor in a small town. Um, and his nurse comes to pick him up. And basically, things have been kind of weird, where people make appointments, and they only want to talk to him, and then they cancel the appointments. Um, a kid jumps out in the road. We later find out that he's afraid that his mother has been, is not really his mother, and he learns from his old flame of some kind... Yeah. Who was back from England just three days ago that her cousin doesn't think her uncle is the same person anymore. Yeah. Kind of a weird thing to have more than one claim of in the same day. Yeah. So he does what any 1950s doctor does and drugs up the kid. Yay. And that's where we're at. He's yep. leaving the doctor's office for the day. Yep. All right. Let's keep going. There's been kissing. There is. Outside of marital bed. In 1956. In 1956. That was 1956. Yeah, 1956. Okay. Scandal. So basically right after we let go, we got to meet Wilma, the cousin who doesn't think her uncle's her uncle. Now it is her uncle that raised her. um, And she basically says he has the same memories, even the memories that they only have with each other. And he talks the same way. He acts the same way. But something is missing. There's no feeling behind his eyes. Yeah, no, no emotion. emotion. No emotion. Mm-hmm. It's like he's like he's been replaced with the pod person. <sighs> no, um, but it's like uh, something's something's up, and it, uh, so he makes a very nice gesture about why he sh- she should see a psychologist, psychiatrist rather. Yeah. And it was very nice. It's like you know I don't think you're crazy, but not even a crazy people or non-crazy people still sometimes need a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Which you're like, you're like, hey, it's normalizing 
Looney bins in 1956. I didn't say normalizing loony bins. I'm pretty sure that's what you said, right? No, I said normalizing mental health in 1956. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, it sounds more like it. So he's going on a date with his little with Wilma's cousin, like so the woman that he used to date in high school. Yep. Um, and they're I think in a neck in a bush. They're just walking around, and they just ran into. The doctor, another doctor. The psychiatrist, and it would have been, I guess, a, and, an OBGYN. Yeah, or at least like the older town doctor or whatever. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, he's like, oh, I got a couple of people to see you. And they guessed what the problem was pretty closely. And apparently it's an epidemic in town. People are worried about the state of the world. Yeah, and it's causing them to think their loved ones aren't really them. I think it's pretty exciting, don't you? Yep. What do you think is happening I don't know. Oh, well, I guess... I kind of know. So. I kind of know, too. So should we keep going? Yeah. All right. Hi, John. Hello. We are 26 minutes and 16 seconds in. You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Nothing? Yeah, yeah okay. we are. I was waiting to see how loud the children are going to be in the hallway. <laughs> so we are 26 minutes and 16 seconds in. Yes, we are. And the children are loud in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, distracting. <laughs> They're very distracting. So it was very interesting. So Doctor goes on a date into the, the best club in town with his little with his, this woman he's in love with. And they were expecting it to be packed, but there's nobody there. And apparently for the last two and a half weeks, people haven't been showing up. So they go to the bar, order martinis, and then he's called to somebody's house. Yeah, and they get there in a hurry, and there's some crazy, crazy doings in that place. Yeah, the people that live there are totally fine. However, there's a body that's there that's of a guy that's the same height and weight of the man of the house. But as if it was 3D printed and not quite finished. Yeah, so everyone's like, there's nothing there, there's no... There's no, no lines, lines. No character, no fingerprints yet. Yeah, so he even does fingerprints of the person's hand. Yeah, there's a, there's an unbody. And he's like, how about you just, like, hang out with the body overnight, and if nothing happens, you call the cops, but if something happens, call me. Yep. Like, what? Yeah, you think he'd want to hang out, too. There's an unfinished body. Yeah. Like, there's a full bar there. You can sit there he's and He's like, no, I still have body. to go to dinner with my woman. No, I'd sit there and, and drink and watch this body. Yeah, I'm sure they have food in the kitchen. Yeah. They can eat parts of the body. Oh, well, that might not be a great idea. It just seems like a bad idea to... Just bolt? To stay... Mm. No, it seems a bad idea for him to bolt and for everyone else to stay in the house. Yeah. But I have a suspicion that the girlfriend that's come from England all of a sudden could have something to do with it. Oh, well, that would be crazy town. I don't know. I don't know. It's my suspicion, though. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay. John. Wife. <laughs> the body. Which one? The first body. The first body. That we were just talking about on the podcast. Yes. The first body that we saw, which was of the friend... Right? Yep. At 1 a.m., the wife woke up, looked at it, and the hand was bleeding. Yep. And its eyes were bleeding. And she freaked out, grabbed her husband, and they ran off to the doctor's house. And the doctor went to... The doctor went 
immediately, basically, to go check on his girl. Yep. He just had a hunch that something wasn't right. Yeah, he looked at his basement door, and he realized the basement door was open, and he probably didn't leave it open, and he freaked out. Yeah. And so he goes out there. He goes in, through the basement, because the dad had mentioned being in the basement. Yeah. He right? was doing some work down there. Yeah. And so he broke the window to get in and looks under in this thing and he finds a body that looked just like hers. Yeah. Just opening its eyes. So he goes upstairs. He grabs her asleep. She just could not wake up. No. No, he's like grabbing her and shaking her and stuff like that. And she's like. <sighs> she's on the drugs. She's probably on horse tranquilizers. <laughs> it is the 1950s. Yes. And they are white middle class ladies. And everything was just awesome. I mean. <laughs> They're Is it drink- when you have to take horse tranquilizers They're to live? They're drinking constantly. Oh, yeah, that's true. They are drinking hard liquor constantly. Yeah. I don't think you'd yeah. like that as much, John. No, I wouldn't. I do like a martini, though. Yeah. It's kind of like, like oh, prohibition's over. Let's only drink the hard stuff. Yeah. I'd rather go for beer, <laughs> but I won't turn down a dirty martini. You're a dirty martini. That's made with gin. Yes. These I don't crazy like crazy people who think vodka martinis are a real thing. And it's like why would you want gross. a vodka martini? It's just gross. Gin yeah. at least has flavor in it, you know? Yeah. Anyway, now we're gonna get a lot of angry emails. From all the vodka people? Yeah, like this can only be a true oh. martini. It's not it's a vodka martini. No. That's a natural. Gin is superior. Gin is the only hard liquor I will drink. This is a good thing that's my favorite hard liquor because no. we have a lot of it. Though we have this, okay. Like gin and tonic. If you're listening to this podcast and you gave us a bottle of aviation gin, could you tell us who you are? Because I went into our liquor cabinet and there's more liquor. Because like, what were you saying earlier? Like you could tell you're not an alcoholic by the yeah. amount of alcohol. The, the more alcohol that's in your house, the less likely you are an alcoholic. Yeah. So in our case, we have so much liquor. Because it's yeah. we're, we don't drink a lot. Sometimes I'll make gin cocktails and stuff no, like that. Yeah. And you keep buying it for recipes. Well, yeah, or if you need cook, like... I have to cook with tequila. So one shot of tequila yeah. in the bottle I bought. So we have like a shot. We have a thing of rum for the same reason. We have a thing bourbon. of like bourbon for the same reason too. And tequila. Yeah. And, and vodka. Yeah. And the vodka too. Yeah. Um, and we have multiple things of gin because I do love gin. And then recently I got as a present some rhubarb gin from our friend oh. Carolyn. She came by and she gave me some hand homemade rhubarb gin and uh, brandy. She brought some plum brandy homemade. Oh. Which I'm pretty excited to drink. Anyway, speaking of brewers, brewers, what are you brewing up? Oh, I am drinking out of my Bell's uh, seasonal uh, variety pack. Isn't it nice when people buy you things you like? Yes. I love Bell's beer. And I love variety packs of beer. So, perfect. Well, I drank up all the fancy wine you bought me. For Christmas, yeah. and I'm drinking some of my le- slightly less fancy $10 wine, but almost Malbec, Mendoza, 2020, a fine year. Was it? <laughs> was it? For Malbecs, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Since COVID Malbec. <laughs> OG well, COVID. Mm, none of that it tastes Omicron like, stuff. It tastes like six foot distance. Yeah, it's none of that Delta or Omicron <laughs> yeah, stuff. It's yeah, it's like original. the original, original brand. That's the COVID that we had. Yeah, these kids nowadays with their Omicron. You're like, I had, I was vaccinated and got COVID. And it's like, I was there I before was there. there was a vaccine. Yeah. And I thought I was going to die. I did. But a lot of people have died from that. I mean, it's like, the new variants are very bad, too. <laughs> like for, But not if you're vaccinated. It just still sucks to get it. Yeah, I felt like one of these body snatcher people. Yeah, and speaking of body snatchers, back onto the track. 
Um, so he sees his girl. He picks he picks her up, and I don't know. There's something weird about her. Like at one point they were dancing. And she just had one arm down. Yeah, it was really weird. Which you don't, like, I mean, and I've taken dance and ballroom dance and stuff like that. And, you know. Ooh, fancy. They were just doing a little foxtrot or something. It wasn't anything, like, special. And her arm was just dangling. And she's just kind of weird. Like, she wears, like, she's just come from England, but her, her clothes are hyper fashionable for the area. And, like, for example, right now she's wearing skin-tight blue jeans. Well, you don't know if they're blue. Well, they look like jeans. Yeah, they're jeans. Yeah, so she's wearing skin-tight jeans right now in the kitchen. This is in black and white. It's in black and white. I'm not, like... But it's 1958, and it's just a little bit odd. You know, just a little bit odd. Yeah. She's also an older woman. She's, like, at least 24 and unmarried. You think so? She's at least 24. Okay. She's probably older than that. I have no idea. Well, okay. I'm a bad judge of age, especially for 1950s Well, people. they were in high school together. It's like sometimes the people who are 17 look 30, and I know. sometimes the people who are 30 but look 17. But he's a medical doctor, Yeah. So. and they were in high school together. Mm. So they're... Okay, so it's at least six years out, at least. At least. So at and least she's 24. 24, 25. She's been gone for five years um, and I don't know, like, the whole thing is, like, she just happens to show back up and body snatchers start coming. I don't know. It's, it's a little suspicious. And she's weird. She's, like, super weird. Anyway, so the doctor has his psychologist friend with him because he's, like, he knows something weird's going on. The psychologist immediately assumes everyone is crazy and needs to be committed. Mm-hmm. And that everyone's made something up that they saw. And he sees a spot of blood on the table where the body was, and he's like, well, you just found a corpse. Yeah. And so, like, and clearly, you're just crazy. And then he goes into the basement with them, and he's like, see, there was nothing there. We got to get you to the police station so you could be crazy and, and commit it. Well, because the cop came and said there was a body matching that one found with no fingerprints. But in a bonfire. Yeah. It's... How convenient. Two hours before, but I don't know the two hours has passed. How did they know that he didn't have fingerprints if he was burned up in yeah, a fire? Yeah, and that was the first question. He's like, oh, was it was it five foot four with 140 pounds with no fingerprints? Yeah. It's in a bonfire two hours ago. And it's like, no, it's been more than two hours. Maybe it's not been more than two hours. It's hard to tell with, like, old-timey movies. By the way, we're 40 minutes and 59 seconds in. Yeah. Should we keep going? Yeah, I think oh. we should. Oh, wait. First of all, what? I have to say something. What do you have to say? I think you're great. I think you're great. All right. And if people want to tell John how great he is, how would they contact us to let you know, let us know how great you are? You can email at uh, up to and including death at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's the same as our email, as our website, up to and including death.com, right? You can go on that. Or on the socials. Which are slightly different. They're up to and ID with the number two. Yeah. Super short and easy to type out. Short and easy. Like some, um, oh, I I'm five to, foot ten, John. I, I didn't know where to go with that. <laughs> it, it would have been calling you easy and short for some reason, or calling <laughs> some other lady easy who is short. <laughs> it's like it's, oh, it was a lose lose. It's a lose lose situation, and John lost. So let's keep going. I win. <laughs> Yeah, things are going a little Things are escalating, John. <laughs> Very much so. So the pods are like actual leafy pods. 
So the doctor has a beautiful greenhouse in the back. Yes. With three beautiful pods inside. <laughs> with four. all of his four with all of his friends. Yep. Um, and so he sends his the the couple that had the body in the first place, he sends them away first. And one of the what's her name? Henry? Like what's Teddy, that's what Teddy. they call her. Teddy is the one like you you you're saying something about her. Yeah, she is she is a realistic character. When shit seems crazy, she's like, we're leaving. We are leaving right now, but yeah. we need... And the guys are like, well, we need to investigate. She's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. We're going. This, Let's go. This body's eyes are moving. Let's yeah, get like, out of and here And then, like, now. one of the, the doctors suggests that they leave, and she's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, I don't want to... No, 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 let's leave, leave them. Leave them behind. Yeah. It's fine. Like, we could leave them behind. Shit's crazy. <laughs> we're out. So, yeah, it is pretty wild. But um, so the doctor's been trying to cut through. Like, all of the lines are down, but maybe the, the operator could be a bad guy. Well, that's what he thinks because he is saying we got to stay on the phone so they know that we're still here. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to, like, try to shut the streets oh, down. And then he freaks out because he has to kill himself, I guess. Yeah. So we're, by the way, 53 minutes and 52 seconds in. We It's very intense and scary. Yeah, it's... I'm really liking this. And so the implication is that maybe the reason she was so hard to wake up is that the the pod people start taking your memories while you're sleeping. Yeah. And so when you as you're sleeping, they kind of take you over. Yep. And it's unclear if your body. They said they thought that maybe the bodies disintegrate. Yeah. Who knows? They're not really sure if they don't get to become the thing that they're supposed to become. Um, so, and it's kind of funny cause these, all these people, they're having very 1950s moments. Like she cooks breakfast, you know, they all have a cookout with liquor and stuff and up until, you know, shit hits the fan and all that stuff. And so he runs off with after, so the first couple runs off, then he runs off with his little girlfriend later cause she's admitted that she knows something's wrong with her dad. Yeah. Right. And so they stop at a gas station and at the gas station, because it's old timeies, he's got his like he's like I need two a couple gallons, a couple of gallons. Yeah, wow, that wouldn't take you very far even in these cars. No, it's probably like ten miles an hour, <laughs> two miles a gallon. It's the old times. Yeah. But um, anyway, it's a couple gallons of gas, and the name of the place sounds like they're in California, and there's been palm trees. Well, they're they're definitely in California because he was like, "Get me to L.A." Yeah, he's and then get me to Sacramento yes. to talk to the governor. If that's not good, try San Francisco. Yes, and so because because it's old timey operator times too. Yes, and so he runs off with her, and he's in the the thing he's about to try. He's trying to call his nurse to see because he knows he can trust his nurse. Yeah. But then before he can even get in touch with her, he notices like the guy from the gas station doing something to the trunk. Yep. And that's weird. So he just runs off right away. Yeah. So I bet and there's pods in that their trunk. You can't trust anybody. No. <laughs> so we got to keep going because I cannot not watch this. Let's yep. go. All I got to say is it's a good thing that I have a small bladder and we had to pause. Yeah. Because this is so good. Everybody, everybody needs to watch this movie. It's so good. It is. Oh, it's so intense. I don't understand that one negative critic. It's like, it's too talkative. And it's like, but but that's a, the point. They're having to determine what it is to be human and why it's important to be human. Yeah. She wants to, like, love and have feelings and have his babies. 
Yeah, and even to have negative feelings, to have grief, and to be a person. Yeah, you have to have all of those things in order to be a person. Yeah. She wants that. I'm so sad because she's not in the first scene. Yeah, well, they might arrest both of them. That's true, that's true. I'm hoping that's what happens. So basically, um, they are told, they've been in lockdown in the doctor's office for a while. Yeah. Pretty much since the last time we recorded. We're an hour and ten minutes in. Exactly. Yes. And uh, the fellow that they're waiting on, and Teddy, they've been waiting on these two this whole time, they show up in the morning. They find out, at, like, apparently every morning there's a bus that comes in, and they all the cop waits for the people from the bus to get there so they can, like, collect them yep. and make them into pod people. We know that the nurse friend is a pod person, and... The, the final thing that they do is make their baby into a pod baby. Yeah. And now they're they're also, the farmers are bringing in the pods and they're delivering them to relatives in neighboring towns. Yeah. So if you have a relative in, in X town, you go to this truck. If you go to this truck, you go to the next town. Yeah. And so they're trying to spread out in this small town, California. And we find out that from the uh, the psychiatrist that was being such a dick before... Who shows up with the other guy? They're definitely pod people. Yep. Um, we find out from them that apparently, like some seed came from outer space and planted in a farmer's field, turned into pod people, and it could just like take the form of anything. Yeah, any living being, and all they have no feelings or no negative emotions, no positive emotions. It's just... like, well, why don't you become a fucking dog or a cow or something? You don't have to be a person. Well, they're probably becoming those as well. Oh my god, like pod dogs? It must be, because it said it'll take the form of any living being there. It's like, we'll just become... Like, Loki is so full of love. And uh, I'd be really pissed if someone... There's a lot of room for, for, uh, for anger and snapping and spotting. Yeah, he's got, he's got all that stuff. He's got, But his love wouldn't be as good if, if he wasn't if he so vicious. If he scratched first... I say that knowing that Rivers is a very good kitty cat that's always full of love and not really... She's sometimes rambunctious, but she's not, like, full of sass. No. She's a, a wonderful... Oh, my kid. gosh. This morning, when or this afternoon when I was doing my yoga, and you were hanging out, I think, with Sophie in the... We have two living rooms because we're fancy. <laughs> and I was doing my yoga in one living room where I thought we might get a coffee table, but honestly, not having a coffee table is the only reason I can do yoga. Because moving a coffee table is just one extra step that keeps me from any exercise at all. But anyway, so I'm in there doing my yoga. Rivers has you two in there. Lee, The other two kids are, like, around, right? And she decides that it's the time to come and want to play with me. And I'm doing, like, hard different poses and my arms hurt and I can't move and stuff like that. But she's just being so cute and I have to try to, like, balance a little bit awkwardly so I can pet this cat. And I'm not in shape. But I know I need to get in good yoga shape so I can pet her. So as soon as I changed positions and went to pet her, she ran away. Of course. That bitch. <laughs> She's so stupid. Anyway, we're an hour and ten minutes in. Um, they basically spent the night. They've been taking, like, uppers. It's 1958. It's nothing but horse tranquilizers and methamphetamines. 
in this town. It might have just been no dose, you know. Yeah. They're like, take this, you'll stay awake. And so they've stayed awake until the morning. We find out the stuff about the, the farmers. Um, and because the psychologist and the friend are there trying to get them, they bring in the pods, they bring them in the other room. Yeah, they're just like, submit and obey. And they're just like, okay. And so he and her have this wonderful moment. And I got to say, like, this, this age of film had the best close face conversations between men and women. It's like so sexy and full of potential because they're not going to do anything, and it's this very much of a stagey thing. You still get to have a little bit of that, like, this was, like, a bunch of people that were used to the theater, yeah. and then now they're in, like, and now they're, like, on stage, and they've kind of, the directors are are, are showing us this tableau, yeah. and it's gorgeous and beautiful, and now they've, basically, they've given all the bad guys sleeping pills or sleeping injections, and they're running off. The doctor's running ahead of the woman. So let's see what happens, huh? Yeah. All right, let's go. Is he safe? I don't know, John. I think he's safe. Okay, so I don't remember where we stopped. I don't either. It is an hour and 28 minutes in. It's over. Fuck, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God, is this an amazing movie. Oh, man. So we have the the sequel to this on our list of sequels. Uh, The reboot. The reboot. Yeah. But, oh, my fucking God. Okay, so basically, he he leaves her in this cave. They have this really amazing moment where they're running through the goddamn wilderness in California. Yeah. And she's running through desert and shit. They've not slept or eaten anything in, like, 24 hours at least. And she's wearing heels. Yeah, she's hauling ass. Too. She's hauling ass. She does the best job at pretending to be a pod person, which I think Shaun of the Dead yeah. plays this up a little bit, where they pretend to be zombies. Like every zombie movie does this, they like, pretend to be zombies for a little bit in order to like get it through a place. She is amazing in this, though. God, she's so good. The actress that plays the main girl. But anyway, so like they're hauling ass. They get into a mine. They hide under the mine itself, like under some slats. They don't get caught, and she's just fucking exhausted. She needs to sleep, and he's like, I'm going to leave you. There's beautiful music. The only people that could know this music are, are real people, like, you know, so yeah. which is odd because it's clearly a recording. But, you know, we're watching a movie. It could be in person or whatever. It looks heavenly, sounds heavenly. So he runs off into the wilderness and finds out it's just more pod people. Make yeah. more pods. They just have a radio on in the truck delivering <laughs> pods. <laughs> which kind of says something odd about the pod people. It's Pod People Radio. Yeah, and so like, whatever, this is he, what we do. He comes back, and he gets her, and she's kind of asleep, and he's like, you're fine, and he drags her, and he and she's like, hey, we can't live without sleep. And he looks in her eyes, yeah. and she's like, I fell asleep. Yeah. You need to accept this. So then he runs off. She's screaming that everyone needs to follow. Yep. And he, like, ends up on a highway near yeah. L.A. Yep. And he ends up, he's trying to get people's attention. His hair is getting from slick back. It's going to the front of his face. It's going so far in the front of his face. And he looks like a crazy person. And he jumps onto a truck and he's like, get out of here, you drunk. And he looks in the back of the truck and guess what's there? It's full of pods. It's full of pods. And then he's there back into this loony bin. We're back at the beginning of the movie with 30 seconds to go. Yeah. 
And he's like, you gotta believe me. And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the two doctors go into, like, another room. And he's like, do you think he's crazy or is it something else? And it's like, well, I don't know, perhaps it's just a nightmare that he's having. And then this dead guy comes in, or guy that needs to go <laughs> yeah, into the OR. They're rolling him in. And he's, he doesn't and the, walk in. And the cop's like, yeah, there's all these weird pods inside of the back of his truck. Yeah. And then, I, and then the two doctors were like, oh, my God, the pods are real. And they go to the cops, and they're like, call out an APB bulletin. The pod people are real, and we know how to fight them. Yep. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. The everything's, end. Everything's fine. Except for the fact that he's about to fall asleep. I think he's fine to fall asleep because there's you have to be in a room with the pod. But she was not necessarily in a mind with the pods. Well, I don't know. But the thing is, it's like... Anyone could be a pod. Yeah, you never know. They could just be in the closet. Do you yeah. think that, like... Like, fuck, it's a good movie, though. It is. I cannot believe there was a negative review of this. Any... and It's too talkative? I don't know. It's too talkative? What? Yeah, they did not Like, for being an early horror movie with no... Jump scares, no There's no monsters. jump scares. There's no monsters. There's no jump scares. There's pods, and then, like, people have bubbles on them. But they produce tension. Real tension. The tension of this movie, you can cut with a goddamn knife. Yeah. It is so intense yeah. with these main characters. And then it's like, who's a... And even us coming into it, knowing it's about pod people... And waiting to know, like, even the yeah. main character woman, because we kind of thought she was because she was being weird. But she was just a little weird. And it's not your fault that you're a little weird. There's no wasted scenes. There's no. no. There's no bad actors. Everything's amazing. Yeah. They did a great job. We didn't get to see what happened to Teddy. I assume that she didn't even, like, she probably well, just killed herself before they let her. Well, I don't know. Them take He's her. like, she accepted it, and she's happier for it. Yeah, but that's exactly what they would say. Yeah. Fuck, is it a good movie? Yeah. What is going on, John? Okay, so there's more Invasion of the Body Snatchers movies, though. There's a reboot from 1978. Okay, so, and speaking of reboots... Yes. We yes. are going to start... One of our uh, segments in the schedule is sequels, reboots, and remakes. By the way, did you have a grossest corner? For this? I didn't... I know there's nothing really gross in it. Well, here's what I thought was gross. The original, like, when they're in his greenhouse, this doctor, whatever, his greenhouse, when they first opened, the pod was catching, and it was kind of, like, icky. Yeah, okay. That well, was the only gross thing that well, I could see. it was kind of gross when the body that came out was completely smooth. It looked really foreign. Yeah, like there was something wrong. It's the one he hit with a pitchfork. Yeah, it looks like it was like a Ken doll. Like it Which had is no... exactly what they were saying about exactly. it. Exactly. Like there's no... They did a really good job with it. Yeah, and it's 1958. Yeah. And we were watching it on, what is this? Million PDs? What is this? A 1080 PD? No, 4K. Are we watching this on 4K? Yeah, but I don't think this... Uh... I know, but our TV... This was TV, on Pluto TV, so it's probably... I know, it's on Pluto TV, but it's fancy as shit. We got fancy as shit Wi-Fi, and it still looks like creepy, smooth as a kin doll, looked, pod person's flesh. Yeah, they did an amazing job. They did so well, and it was gross, and I loved it. Okay, okay. so, and speaking of sequels, there is, like, not a sequel, but... So, basically, 
we have decided that we're going to add a sequel slash remake or reboot thing. Yep, of a movie that we've already watched. And you were very conscientious because you put this, like, during one of our pauses, you added the remake to this. Yes. So we have a random generator for all the movies that we have watched that have... A remake, reboot, or sequel. Now, just to give, what's the pod, the 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 app again? This is the one that we use. By it's the way, it's called Random Picker. Random Picker. This is the thing that we use for our kids for to get them to do well in school. <laughs> yeah, I it's just found it on the Google Play Store. Amazingly popular for amongst the kids, and they are all doing very well in school. Everyone's <laughs> doing so much better, like a treat, and it's like really fun. It gamifies bribing your kids into doing well. Yeah. I'm here for it. But let's see it. I'm going to watch. Okay. So we're going to spin the wheel. Can I do of, it? Can sure? I do it? I just it. press this like you center? Just touch the screen anywhere. I just touched it. I, and spinning is lots of pretty colors. Hey! What? What are the odds? We just put this in. Invasions of the Body Snatchers. The more recent one. So next week will be the 1978 version of invasions. Oh of the my body, gosh! Of the body this is the version, though. I think it's the one with the tentacles. See, this probably would have come up like we did invasion of the body snatchers from Metacritic score. Yeah. For the best, the highest rated horror movies. But this is the one that fucked me up as a kid. So this one Real would hard. have come up on there. Now let's watch the trailer. Because it well, it has a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes Fuck. and a seventy-five on the Metacritic score out okay. of a hundred. Okay, I want to watch the preview. Okay. I want to see if it's the one. So I recall from this, like in my childhood, of watching a pod, like one of these things with the pod people, and it's got tendrils that go into your eyes and mouth and nose and ears, and that really fucked me up as a child, and I had to sleep in a very particular way to stop the pod people from getting into me. So let's watch the preview. It's now on Blu-ray, apparently. Mm -hmm. Will you move the screen a little bit forward? There it is. Invasion. Okay, so we're in a cave. There's some mist. <coughs> Those look like wieners. I was going to say that they looked like peeners. Peeners? Dicks from another world. Penises from another world come in. Yep. They adapt. They survive. They go into the plants. <coughs> oh, gross. It's like a plant with like crap coming from it. Hey, it's the guy from that movie we hate, John. It is. What's the what's the movie? Don't look back. But you know what the guy is though? His he's the the bad guy in Hunger Games. Oh. He plays Snow in the Hunger Games, which I just reread the entire yeah, series his name, recently. Donald Sutherland? Yes, Donald Sutherland. This is him young. They come at you when you sleep, John. Jeff Goldblum. It's unformed. Oh, this looks really good. Yeah. Oh, it's got Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> it's got Leonard Nimoy, Donald Sutherland, and the women. And I'm ra- I'm I'm sexist because I can't remember. And Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I can't remember the names of the women because they're also incredibly famous, and you would know who they are if I remembered their names. There it is. Brooke Adams. Leonard Nimoy, Donald Sutherland. Okay. 
It's a, are they the top three? Yeah, this would have been before Jeff Goldblum got famous. Okay. This would have been before The Fly. No, it would have been right after The Fly. Yeah. So Fly was 77. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Nice. I can't wait to watch this. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love that. You know, we should just record this tomorrow. We could. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, So... I think I'm going to save a lot of the things that I have to say about Invasion of the Body Snatchers and what it did to me as a person, as a young child, until the next movie, until we watch this movie, because I think that's going to be more relevant to... I think it was this movie that I probably saw a lot of when I was a kid, because um, I don't think I've ever seen the 1958 version. I did not like black and white movies when I was a kid. No. I didn't watch them. Okay. But in color, I did watch him. And I definitely watched this fucking thing. So I'm excited to see. I can't believe it. Like, that worked out really well. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised it came up so quickly. Man, John, this is really... I gotta say. 1958, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. We watched it for free, right? Yeah, it was on Pluto TV. Pluto TV. If you have a smart TV, it has that app that just comes Probably. on it. It's on Roku. And you sure. just watch it. We watch, we saw some commercials. It's fine. It was but only like three, four commercial breaks maybe. Yeah, yeah and like we peed in them. Yeah. It was great. And it was so intense and so amazing and everyone should watch it. Yeah, two thumbs up. Two I, thumbs up. Highly I, recommended. I would, out of two thumbs, I would give it two and a half thumbs. Wow. So you cut off uh, like a body snatcher. It thumb. wasn't my extra thumb. It was somebody else's. Sure, that's what they all say. <laughs> well, do you think we should just be done with the night? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, all right. Well, uh, let, there's just two things left to do. And stay married. Goodbye. Hi there. Trish here. John and I are so glad you've decided to listen to this episode. To contact us, please email up to and including death at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, up to and ID at just about everywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's up to and ID, and that too is the number two. If you have a moment, it'd be great if you can review us on iTunes as long as it's five stars. <laughs> Thank you to Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middle of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice is a rock mix by Stephen, Stephen Kartenberg, copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons attribution share alike 3.0 license. Thank you. Goodbye.